Salam dear listeners and welcome once again to Radio Sai Vintage Bhajan Classroom. I am Team Radio Sai's Bishu and today we have a short and sweet bhajan, a bhajan which Bhagwan himself used to sing, a four-line bhajan. This is how the first line of the bhajan goes. Anandame Sai Namame. So this is what we will learn now. Simple bhajan. This is in the language Telugu. You will now hear the lyrics of the bhajan and then we'll move on like in every episode of this program to the raga, the beat of the bhajan and then you will listen to a conversation with brother Sonam Gyamso, a former student of Bhagwan's university and someone who has spent decades singing in the divine physical presence of Bhagwan share his insights about this bhajan. And finally we'll listen to the complete mandir version how it sounds when sung by the students of Bhagwan in the Sanctum Sanctorum in Prashantinalem. So let's get started with the lyrics. Anandame Sai Namame Adbhutame Sai Geetame Akhandame Jyotir Mayame Sundarame Sundarame Sai Rupame now that you know the lyrics, here is the tune of the bhajan. This bhajan is being sung in the scale D-sharp pancham. Anandame sai namame Anandame sai namame Anandame Sai Namame Anandame Sai Namame Adbhutame Sai Geetame Adbhutame Sai Geetame Adbhutame Sai Geetame Adbhutame Sai Geetame Akhandame Jyotirmayame Akhandame Jyotirmayame Akhandame Jyotirmayame Akhandame Jyotirmayame Sundarame Sai Rupame Sundarame Sai Rupame Ati Sundarame Sai Rupame Ati Sundarame Sai Rupame Anandame Sai Namame So that was the tune of this simple short bhajan. Brother Shani Vaslu and Brother Anirudh gave us a slow demonstration. 
And now let us learn little more about the composition of this bhajan. So Anirudh, what are your thoughts on the raga of this bhajan? Sairam Vishu. Sairam. Uh, this wonderful bhajan is based on uh, an early morning raga, which is called Reva Gupti in the Carnatic classical music. And uh, we have many bhajans based on this raga like Shri Raghavam The Talap followed by Sri Ragunandana, Dasharatanandana. Jayatu Jayatu Rama Janani Janaki Rama. It's yet another vintage version. Yes. And we have also many compositions, uh, uh, Sri Annamacharya Kritis and so on. So it's a very meditative uh, early morning feel as you would have noticed. Mm. The the flow of the notes itself give a very beautiful feel to it. And also to the most special special part of this version is that uh, Swami has sung this version. Yes. Yes. And uh, the way he takes the speed is yes. just <laughs> tremendous. Like the way the fourth speed, fifth speed, it just goes on and on. Mm. That's the energy of when whenever any bhajan Swami takes up. Yes. So to just tell the information about Reva Gupti, you have five notes. Sare Komalri Ga Shuddha Pa It's really a very, very meditative field. Yes. <laughs> I think if you spend more time, you'll just want to be lost only in the notes. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, get on with the bhajan. Yes. To know the swaras for each line, uh, let's take the first line. Ananda me sainamame sarigagapa so you can notice in the first line that the small variation in the namame word sai namame tarara that is a small deviation from reva gupti which has a tivrama and da coming into the lyrics sari gagapa papa pamadapaga Adbhutami Sai Gita 
pretty simple isn't it the notes are pretty straight and uh, simple to sing uh, the the fourth the third and the fourth line has little more emphasis on the bhava yes where we can practice on giving the little bit vibratos sundarame so that's the whole feel of the raga the reva gupti is presented in the bhajan so beautifully and the lyrics of course it's yeah. <laughs> beautiful simple and yes. very uh, melodious to to listen to the tune with the lyrics yes so we'll do the beat yes the beat of this version is simple 8 beat aditalam or kehrva in the classical music so let's have the count 1 2 3 4 1 2 3 4 1 2 3 4 1 2 3 4 1 2 3 4 sing this version it will be much faster than this little faster than this just to demonstrate the beat we had the slower yes. version yeah yes. wonderful thank you so much anirudh and arvind sai thank, thank you bishu sai ram sai ram so we are done now with the raga the beat of the bhajan let's now immerse ourselves in what this bhajan can do to us you will now hear a conversation with brother sonam gamso an alumni of bhagwan's university who had the opportunity to sing in the divine physical presence for years together and even now continues to sing whenever he is in prashantinilayam sairam brother sonam and welcome once again to radio sai vintage bhajan classroom sairam vishu brother so we have a lovely bhajan today a bhajan which bhagwan himself loved to sing and it is all about delight it is all about the joy of singing isn't it anandame sai namame oh that's a beautiful bhajan anandame sai namame adbhutame 
अद्भुतमे साईगीतमे अखंडमे ज्योतिर्मयमे सुंदरमे साई रूपमे इट्स लाइक यू नो यू कैन जस्ट टेक एनी वन लाइन एंड बी लॉस्ट इन बिकॉज एवरी एवरी लाइन इज इम्पोर्टेंट विथ मीनिंग यस it relates to life so much yeah so much right i think every devotee can relate to it yeah in in at so many levels anandame sai namame i think for every sai devotee bhajans means ananda isn't it i yeah. mean uh, i think i know of so many sai devotees who came to the lotus feet only through bhajans you know their draw to bhagwan was bhajans in fact i remember mr allen levy he is a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and uh, one day he goes to his uh, friend's place and that friend had put on a tape where bhagwan's bhajans were going on mm. and the moment he heard that voice something happened to him he, he just could in, not resist he was in ecstasy he was in ecstasy that that voice captivated him so much that you know that he said i have to know who this Swami's person voice. is some Swami's Swami's voice some voice yeah it was some's voice singing and that voice and that thrill that joy everything that he experienced was so magical that that is how he was desperate to come and see some and his journey to prashanti began this way back in the 70s and i mean like that <laughs> yeah some's voice itself is the most celestial voice mm. you can't really Uh, when you listen to his voice, it's neither. It's not a human voice at all. Oh, you yes. know, Shiva Shakti. Shiva Shakti. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. So when I when I listen to this bhajan, the bhajan itself is set uh, on a very mo- morning uh, melody, which is which invokes you know e- evokes the feel of the morning as more the dawn in fact. Yes. Mm. So the bhajan itself, you know, it's just like you greet. greet the dawn yes or the dawn greets you back mm. you know and mm. says beckons you and says that mm. come on wake up rise and shine you know mm. and the whole world is waiting for you mm. a world of delight mm. just waiting for you yes so anandame yes i'm reminded of you know a moment in prindavan when mm-hmm. we were students mm-hmm. and all of a sudden You remember this in 1979, the then Chief Minister of Andhra Pradesh, Dr. Chenna Reddy, mm-hmm. he sent some 900 primary school teachers uh-huh. to Swami, and Swami had agreed to train them up, mm-hmm. and the entire training period was for nine days. Mm-hmm. It was a nine days training program. Oh wow! And like a mini summer course. Yeah. it was like a mini summer course mm-hmm. and it was a summer course with a difference between because none of these teachers knew what was in store for them mm-hmm. so when they came for them it was normal one of those training programs you know where what that they had to attend as a part of the job and we had to play host to all of them so sami had given us express instructions about what we should do and the bhajan boys had to train up those who were enthusiastic about bhajan among these people mm-hmm. so in the beginning they would wake up right from 3 o'clock they would be full of noise you know 
they would be all around the place looking for and even smoking beeries oh my god smoking cigarette mm. and then looking so for so they all new to swami completely new to swami mm. not not at all not at all exposed to bhagwan mm. and mm. swami said let them be by themselves let them be happy mm-hmm. you don't need to control them and mm-hmm. regiment them you know mm-hmm. so it so happened that the first day we announced that those who are interested to sing bhajans can come we'll teach bhajans mm. so we shared bhajans with a few of them but music is so intoxicating so inviting that mm. you know within no time there were a whole flock of them oh. learning bhajans and we taught them manas bhajare and mm. krishna krishna manomohana mm. a few of the those bhajans they learned and they really loved the melodies you know the tunes mm. and every day the only training for them no lectures by any any erudite scholar there mm-hmm. save one discourse from of bhagwan in the evening okay so that in, was the only that was only training mm-hmm. in the kalyan mandapam mm-hmm. so in the evening they would wait throughout the day they would have darshan morning darshan session and then we would take them on tour of the whole place tell them how the university the, how the the campus runs you know mm-hmm. and then in the evening they were given this wonderful treat by bhagwan and on one of the the first day itself in a very sing song manner swami said he narrated this beautiful story he said mm-hmm. uh, in a forest there used to be a a hermit mm-hmm. this is how swami said mm-hmm. and the hermit's name was varuna mm-hmm. and his son he had a son named bhrigu mm-hmm. and the son finding his father all the time immersed in ananda mm-hmm. in joy he wanted to know the secret of joy hmm. so he goes to his father so it all sounded it didn't sound like swami didn't quote from the source hmm. and swami didn't say because he never quotes from the source and <laughs> because he's the source you know? <laughs> yeah and he didn't say that this is a, this is from bhrigovalli but he was describing the the essence of the entire bhrigovalli of the upanishad upanishad yeah hmm. and then uh, he said the uh, son went to the father and said please tell me father what is uh, the ultimate bliss that you are enjoying that you are experiencing every day the father said though i have experienced it i can't tell you because this cannot be explained in terms of words mm. so uh, you go and find that find the same thing from the same source it's open for everyone mm. you go and try so the son went and tried and meditated for a thousand years and goes back to the father and says that i think Uh, annam brahmeti vijanat so mm. annam is brahman mm. so it's food that gives you all the joy so mm. in a gross way yes it's the food that gives you so much joy when mm. you are hungry food yes. gives you so much joy mm. father said you are nearer the nearer the truth mm. go and try again mm. so the son tried for another 1000 years and mm. then went back to the father and father said uh, he said i think father i found it i found the truth mm. uh, it is uh, it is a uh, pranam brahmeti vijana mm. it is the life force which mm. which is anandam and mm. then he said ultimately he said on the third ap- attempt uh, so uh, my f- dad uh, father it is uh, the mind mm. so father said you are almost near the truth why don't you try again and then he went again and tried and came back and said father it is consciousness mm. father said try again <laughs> and the f- and the f- for the fifth time when the son sat down for meditation in silent contemplation he was suddenly filled with a type of there was a sudden spurt of joy from within and from without hmm. he was completely in a sea it was just like you know in a sea of joy hmm. and that bliss was such that 
you know, he didn't feel like coming back to the world of suffering, to the world of dichotomies. Mm. He just wanted to live there and there alone. And then there was no explaining. The, uh, he was tongue-tied completely. And then he stopped going to his father. <laughs> so Swami narrated this uh, this story and the whole uh, training program itself was replete with these. And uh, Mr. Frank Baranowski, Dr. Frank Baranowski mm. also came at that time for the okay. first time. Mm. And he, he, he said Swami created a ring for him. And the ring was an exact fit as Swami would say it. Mm. And then Frank Baranowski was asked to speak. Mm. And for the first time, the first speech he made in the presence of Swami, he said, I have gone throughout the world mm. and spoken in so many words about my my discovery and my science. But today I am I know that I am in the presence of love walking on two feet. Mm. And I know that uh, I'm, I, ca- I cannot explain this. Yeah. In fact, uh, I, I feel like, you know, I know I'm in the very presence of my creator. And mm. all those things he said. I mean, the man with the Kirlian camera who could see auras. Yes. Who could see auras and he mm. saw Swami's aura and he said it envelops the whole universe. And mm from earth to sky mm. so the all these had a fantastic you know impact on the on the teachers so i'll just tell you the final day mm-hmm. the ninth day after the valley it was going to be the valedictory day and mm. you know we used to go in go f- take out nagar sankirtan mm-hmm. and then go back and congregate near the gate mm. and Swami would appear on the balcony and give mm. darshan. Wow. So that that would happen only on Sundays and Thursdays, you know. Mm. But that particular day happened to be Saturday. Swami was not scheduled to give darshan. Mm. And these people, nothing, no one to stop them. They had already washed early in the morning. They had become so quiet. After the sixth day or something, mm-hmm. these people became, this whole bunch of boisterous people, they became so quiet. Mm-hmm. And on the final day, these people had already taken the bath. They were already waiting there outside. And since that was a day when Nagar Sankirtan was not scheduled, they on their own started singing. Oh, Whatever uh-huh. songs they had learned from us, they, uh-huh. they sang. And it was just a few songs. And they repeatedly kept singing. And then they started walking towards Swami's gate, mm-hmm. Swami's bungalow. No one could stop them. They almost gate crashed. And they stood there and kept crying and singing. I have never seen a spectacle like this in my life. I have never seen this happen. Mass human transformation. Wow. And then Swami did the most wonderful thing. He appeared on the balcony Mm. on a Saturday, not scheduled. And then he stood there. And then after Jai Bolo Bhagavan Sri Satya Sai Baba Ki Jai, then Swami asked them, are you happy? Then I give you two options because from today you go home. Either you go home or you can go for a tour of Mysore or you can come with me to Prashanti Nilayam. Oh. <laughs> and the whole group of them, like small children, like kids, they said, Swami, we want to come with you to Prashanti Nilayam. Wow. Swami, we want you to come to us. Some of them said, Swami, we want to come and stay with you forever. Wow. And I have never seen this transformation of uh, people in such a huge group. Uh, it was wonderful a uh, sight for the gods to mm. come and see. Mm. So, I mean, you can't Anandami. explain yeah. the the joy that you yes. receive. Yes, uh, from and and what it does to you. Yes, wow, Anandami. Anand. Sai Namami. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fact, I'm also reminded of uh, 
so many uh, students also who joined bhagwan's institutions uh, who were so attracted to the bhajans yeah. initially i mean they uh, they were uh, um, finding everything else so difficult to adjust but bhajans is what just kept them glued to the place exactly bhajan has been i think is the the sole entry point of almost every devotee and bhajan is one thing that makes us suddenly you know behave very puerile and childlike you know <laughs> we become so childish mm. in the samitis if you go there are always people who say i am not allowed to sing i feel yeah. so bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> so bad and grumpy you know yeah. they, they are not allowed to sing mm. people who are in the 70s 60s yeah. you know mm. they feel sorry that they are not allowed to sing yeah. so much interest in bhajan mm. i think that is and, and for so many devotees life it, it bhajans have just become the very uh, main staple diet of their lives exactly I mean, they live on bhajans yeah yeah they live on bhajans <laughs> never get tired of bhajans yeah. i mean i mean that is the revolution that swami has brought exactly. uh, in his isn't it i mean in this kali yuga as it was predicted by the ancient sages and saints you know when uh, apparently one when it was asked to vyasa yeah uh, when uh, that uh, when the sages of that of that time they foresaw uh, the times to come and they yeah. saw that kaliyuga is the future uh, the future and, and they saw that kaliyuga uh, is so pathetic yeah. in the sense that the kind of things that you are you will expect in kaliyuga to happen is something yeah, that yeah, yeah. never happened in any other yuga the way the uh, kalaha in fact kalaha, kalaha yuga yeah, i yeah. mean the violence uh, the treachery yeah. the restlessness uh, the cheating everything yeah. you know the dissonance in the family in the society i mean we see that I mean, we don't need the whole flip side of like whole yeah. yeah of ethical living it has completely become topsy-turvy and you know the sages and saying they said what will happen to this age what will happen to this world and, you know and when they go uh, and they go to vyasa just to ask him you know what what will be the state of this world they're very worried and when they go to him and uh, apparently vyasa was just coming out of uh, um his morning ablutions and bath and then he he just said sadho sadho mm-hmm. you know when they mentioned kaliyuga and they mm-hmm. thought what is this sadho means auspicious auspicious no? auspicious auspicious he said we are talking about kaliyuga and you are telling sadho he said what are you talking that is the most auspicious time because there was no time before that was so propitious and so easy yeah. to attain the lord yeah you can just simply utter the name and you can attain the lord and it was never this easy before so in kaliyuga you might say whatever it is but it is actually the m- most blessed time if you want to connect with god because god is simply waiting and with little effort yeah. as swami says you take one step and i will come 99 steps yeah exactly and and the way to do that is just with love you 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 sing his bhajans chant his name and you are filled with that bliss isn't it the bhajans fill us with bliss exactly exactly and maybe you know the prevailing circumstances as you said the most difficult circumstances ultimately will goad people yes uh, into that mode wherein you know you are driven up the wall and then the only way to save yourself is sing the glory yes Uh, think about god mm. which is thinking about yourself yes and you know this is one time which in a you know all this negativity spiraling up yes it you know inspires those good good thoughts in you 
yes that you want to want a change hmm. you know either you people because people need a change yes. it's the essence of life hmm. so either you change from uh, you know bad to good or good to bad hmm. you know so maybe kaliyug will kaliyug in a way in a very big way inspires these good thoughts in people yes and i think you know because when you uh, when people used to tell us that in the past there were saints who were you know filled with ecstasy yes. singing extolling the virtue uh, you mm. know extolling the name name mm. names of the of the lord you know mm. but a time has come wherein the masses are singing the name of the lord yes <laughs> and i can tell you this today we were just talking yes. about raja bahadur mm. in guntur yes and i was telling you that his family itself when i when i saw it i said it's a bhajan mandali His family is a bhajan. The mandali. whole family is a bhajan mandali, right from the tiniest tot mm. to the father, mother, uncle, everybody. They sit, take the harmonium, tabla, and most of the time they are singing bhajans. All the time, in fact. Wow. Nitya nirantar. They are just mm. singing bhajans, mm. and uh, you know what joy, what ecstasy mm. they experience every day by singing bhajans. They love it, wow. and they are compendium of bhajans. Mm. I really. Uh, I I have reasons to believe that Raja Bahadur alone must be knowing close to five thousand six thousand bhajans. My God! And culled mm. out from all different sources, he outsources. Mm. He goes around, mm. uh, collects bhajans. You know. Mm. Wow! So that type of madness. Madness. Or bhajan. Oh yes. Oh yes. In fact, I remember in the first world conference also, if I'm not wrong, Swami said that you know. You have to do Nagar Sankirtan. Swami said, "This is how Jayadeva, Gauranga, and Mira, and yes. all these people. This is how they chanted the Lord's name, and you know, and and they purified the atmosphere and they led the masses." Like Swami is so insistent that you have to do Nagar Sankirtan. Yes, yes. You know, sing the name of the Lord fearlessly with gay abandon and yeah. and with with full throated. And yeah, I think yeah. that is what. Uh, uh, I mean, th- then then you experience that joy and all these devotees we are talking about. Uh, uh, mm, Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you know, I think that's yes, what yes. you know. They were they were just lost in that. That reminds me of you know, you remember those days we used to uh, the Nagar Sankirtan as the tradition continues even today. Yes. But when we used to do the Nagar Sankirtan, we used to choreograph the whole Nagar Sankirtan, plan it out, all bhajans. It happens even today. It's going on the mm. whole tradition, mm. and you know, people used to flock near the Ganesha Temple. Mm. Uh, when the men section would reach there, it used to be a huge swelling crowd. Mm. of bhajan singers and one day after the bhajan professor nanjundaya he just called me aside and then told me today you people were looking like gauranga <laughs> so at that point in time it didn't register so i said yes sir and he said that you you should you should revel in that happiness mm. but then let it not get into your head mm. after all these decades you know when i think of those moments you know that just singing that bhajan carrying a harmonium and singing bhajan in nagar sankirtan mm-hmm. you know took you to the status of a gauranga of of a saint like yes. you know chaitanya mahaprabhu mm-hmm. though definitely we were miles and miles and miles you know away from that that mm-hmm. status mm-hmm. but just by singing a bhajan, bhajan. <laughs> you know people feel that way yeah feel people that get that feel out of you yes. so we are on the pathway yes you know, yes in fact i think that's that what glory. happens you know Every time when Swami is singing bhajan and you join, you 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 forget everything else, or even forget that even when you go to a center for that half an hour when you're in a when you're in a bhajan session, you, you have forgotten everything else that is yes. happening with you around you in your family, in your profession, in your office, isn't it? Exactly. I think 
at least we have experienced that joy of yes. just uh, being with swami connected through music and that joy is something that you can't get with anything that the world can give exactly and i think that is what swami is telling ananda me sainamami you have to get into it then you you will you will know that this is what is ananda it's a telugu song ananda me sain sainama is ananda that's what sainama is, is ananda that is what is ananda hari yeah. vajana vina sukha shanti nahi yeah. that is what uh, is that wow. ananda also uh, i just feel tempted to add one more uh, beautiful thought you know when we were in the presence of bhagwan mm. you remember in the morning during bhajan during darshan people would be just waiting for his darshan and the moment swami would appear there all faces would light up yes there is so much joy and when swami would come near you there is no reason or rhyme why you are so happy that day <laughs> that moment just yes. his presence next yes. to you and you are filled with that ecstasy you know you forget mm. everything sometimes you forget even to tell him what you had planned to tell him yeah <laughs> you know that ananda Yes. he is the very re- the the very epitome of that ananda yes. that unqualified yes. bliss i think that's what happens in a bhajan you connect with that source of all bliss that's yes. why you are so blissful yes wow that first line itself of this bhajan yes. is so powerful <laughs> no wonder swami sang it <laughs> yeah. because when swami sings it it's yes. a message it's a message it's a teaching yes it's a tenet and 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 as you go to the second line adbhutam hai sai geetam hai i mean uh every message as you're talking about every yeah. message i mean as krishna gave one bhagavad gita to arjuna and that was yeah. through arjuna he gave it to entire mankind but i feel what is happening now is swami is giving this sai gita yes yeah, you know, sai bhagavad gita is now a sai gita which is coming from every heart within yeah. every heart swami is telling every devotee what they should do yes. because his message is tailored exactly to every person in fact yesterday i was talking to the conductor of the adult choir mm-hmm. in christmas uh, mm-hmm. 2017 and uh, she's actually from yugoslavia former yugoslavia and later yugoslavia broke up into different countries and you know she was there uh, during the 93 94 when the war happened bosnia mm-hmm. war and you know it was a very very tragic moment for her she lost all her near and dear oh. ones she lost her mother she lost her father she lost her grandmother you know so it was Uh, a moment that was too much for her to yeah whole uh, family wiped off uh to handle and you know she started searching for answers in life she started asking for all these questions in life you know in a communist country they never believed in anything to do with god or yeah. uh, things after life you know but 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 she was always open minded and that's when she started reading the bhagavad gita hmm. and bhagavad gita is what gave her so much solace and then slowly she somehow escaped and moved to brazil and you know started a new life and there are so many beautiful things wow. <laughs> that happened after that but i was just thinking you know and later on of course she came to india and she went to uh, uh kerala and there in the kovalam beach she is just sitting there and she is just marveling at uh, uh, the immensity of the ocean the infinity of the horizon and you know she just lost at mm-hmm. what she is seeing and she's thinking my god our planet is so amazing and she's lost in the glory of the creation and suddenly uh, a flash of light appears and she sees a dash of orange and she sees swami appearing there oh, and then swami says everyone's path is different everyone must walk the path alone swami tells that to her and that's what shakes her and she comes immediately to puttaparthi and there is of course the story goes on but you know i was this bhagavad gita you know he is giving a message to everyone 
Yeah. Everyone it's happening and and it is happening the most amazing manner adbhut amazing the way uh, the it's way swami amazing. gives his message to every person it's really adbhut amazing it really every person journey because when he uh, in his message it doesn't follow a convention his style is so different yes his the way he relates to human kind is so different to a tiny tot right from a small child in the primary school to a a a a philosopher to a person who is very well read you know a pandit for everyone he relates to each person in a in a in a different manner and the the way in which he uh, teaches also is different everything is adbhut about whatever he does his rupam roop is so adbhut his yes. yeah his everything yes. that he speaks is adbhut <laughs> his gait is adbhut oh yeah you know amazing <laughs> amazing amazing wow his life is adbhut <laughs> the way he lived in that small room mm. measuring 10 feet by 10 feet i think oh yeah and no fan li- yes. living a very spartan life yes although he is the the lord of the universe yes but nothing mattered to him except the redemption of human kind absolutely well that's how i mean when he says my life is my message i think that is something um we have to uh analyze yeah. with so much of uh, uh depth yeah exactly Only then we'll draw those lessons uh, from I, mean, i think that was something very very phenomenal when you think about his life because we have to see the message in his life yes then alone yes. we can understand the depth the gravity of it i mean uh that's what he is giving this bhagavad gita the message to each one but every gesture every moment everything that he was doing was constantly only giving messages exactly he was constantly giving messages he was not someone like you know in in a setting that you know on a bhagavad gita he was giving one message but it was like constantly messages are constantly coming and they continue to come yeah you have to only tune i still yeah. remember once you know when a speaker was uh, giving his talk and then he it was a slip of the tongue when he mm-hmm. said that uh, swami's interpretation of the bhagavad gita and swami sharply stopped him and said i don't interpret the bhagavad gita i relive the bhagavad gita <laughs> it is bhagavad gita yes retaught once again yes. wow relived once again respoken once again wow so it's not what i speak is gita mm-hmm. that's what swami said wow अद्भुत में साई गीत में अखंड में ज्योतिर्मय में अखंड में ज्योतिर्मय में आई थिंक हियर स्वामी ऑलवेज टोल्ड अस यू नो दैट यू आर नॉट दैट बॉडी दैट ही ऑलवेज वांटेड अस टू ब्रेक दैट कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ आइडेंटिफाइंग आरसेल्स विद द बॉडी द माइंड एंड द इंटेलेक्ट एंड या एंड एंड आई थिंक भगवान इज what he is because he never identified himself with the body he was he was that limitless yeah and he absolutely all the time told us to identify ourselves with that limitless i think that is what you are the light that swami was saying all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. you know and uh, akhand swami was you know once during before the akhand bhajan swami was telling the students about the meaning of akhand mm-hmm. and he said that you people you know we are out of our being very finite and very limited 
Swami calls us private limited company. Na? <laughs> so he said that everything that you do also is segmented. Hmm. But you should understand that in life in its essence is a continuity. Hmm. Even life beyond life. Yes. You know, beyond death also is a continuity. Hmm. So it's a one seamless continuity. You should understand yes. that everything is uh, that way, one single whole, yes. a totality. Hmm. So that absoluteness of everything that yes. Swami would all the time say and Swami would say that you have to, between two bhajans, I don't want uh, even a small crevice, like, you ah. know, a small interruption. Hmm. Bhajan should flow uninterrupted. Oh. Yes. From one bhajan to another bhajan, the hmm. transition should be so smooth. Hmm. It should be such a smooth transition hmm. that people shouldn't be, the train of thought, yes. thinking should not be disturbed. Yes. So from one bhajan to another bhajan and Swami would look at us and say that, you know, if there would be, and we would be so careful mm. to stitch the bhajans together uh. in such a way that without leaving any gap, we yes. would sing. Wow. It was a way of telling us that, you know, whatever you do in life also should be very, should relate yes. to each other. Yes. What I do now mm. should, you know, be in relation to what I thought, what I did sometime back, mm. you know. Everything is a continuity. And I think I think what you're saying is so amazing. You know, many times we think about Akhanda Bhajan is when, when we do 12 hours continuous Bhajan or yeah. 24 hours continuous yeah. Bhajan. But here Swami is telling every Bhajan is actually Akhanda Bhajan. Akhanda Bhajan. Because it is a Akhanda period of time when you're fully concentrated on the divine. Yeah. Even if it is for half an hour, yeah. Swami does not want that even between one Bhajan and the next for a few seconds, mind should go anywhere else. Exactly. It should be Absolutely. for that half an hour, it should be akhanda. Yeah. Akhanda concentration yeah. uh, on the Lord. Yeah. Uninterrupted. Unbroken, uninterrupted. Wow. But then Swami takes it also, uh, don't you feel, Swami takes it to the next level yes. by saying that, imagine if there is an interruption in your, your breathing. Mm. When you breathe, if there is an interruption, uh, you would be, you would land up in the hospital. Mm. Yes or you would be asthmatic, whatever. Mm, mm. So, life is a continuous, you know, yes. uh, shrinkhala. Yes. It's a chain of breathing yes. uh, in metronomic, with metronomic precision, you have to breathe. You, have, you know, you pulsate, you breathe. So that is life. And, uh, you know, there's no interruption there. And like that, if every breath could be uh, translated in terms of, in, interpreted in terms of the name of the Lord. Yes. So the the entire life, every breath that we yes. take yes. is a continuity, continuity of singing the glory of yes. the Lord. So you don't need to sit and do uh, additional bhajan or extra meditation yes. because life itself becomes a meditation. Yes. How many times Swami would say, yes. don't be a singer, be a, be the song. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so that continuity. And life should become the melody. Yeah. His melody. Exactly. And life should become the melody of exactly. His glory. Wow. Absolutely. Sundar me, Sai Rupa me. I mean, the superficial ways, okay, Swami is so beautiful. Yeah. That is there. I mean, that is the reason why, you know, you could never take your eyes off his beautiful form. But I think Swami always wanted us to see beauty in everything, see him in everything and see that exactly. beauty that is not of this world, isn't it? Absolutely. I, I still, I, it takes my, it takes me back in time when one day Swami was reclining on his divan in the in the safe room, mm. 
mm-hmm. in Vrindavan. And that day, Swami started picking on the elderly people there. Uh, started with Professor Kasturi. Mm-hmm. And he said that, uh, why do you have a hunchback? Mm-hmm. Why do you see, sit like that? Your mm-hmm. position is not right. You should mm-hmm. sit upright, your spine straight, you know. You know why you look very old. Then Swami said, uh, age-wise, if you look at him, he's hardly a few years senior to me. Mm-hmm. But then he looks so old and hard. Mm-hmm. Then what about you? What about mm-hmm. you, everybody? Mm-hmm. Then Swami looked at me. Oh. <laughs> and Swami said, you look so old. <laughs> <laughs> then Swami pointed at himself and mm-hmm. said, then Swami said, how beautiful I look, tell me. Mm-hmm. Very few times in my life, I have heard Swami mm-hmm. describe himself in mm-hmm. such glowing terms. <laughs> and Swami said, how beautiful I look. And then he started describing right from his hair, the shock oh. of hair, the crown of hair. Wow. <laughs> then he said, what about the the vrikuti, mm-hmm. the, the heart, Bridge. you know, in between his eyes, okay. the space in between oh, his eyes. Oh, okay. He said, look at it, how beautiful it looks. Mm-hmm. Because we look at his eyes, eyes the are beautiful. Bhumadhyaya. Yeah, the Bhumadhya Sthanam, we don't even, you know, bother to say. Mm. Then he said, look at the mole on my cheek. Mm. It's in the, in the right place. Look at my nose, everything mm. well proportioned. Mm. And then Swami said that day, look at the Vyanjana mm. on my neck. Uh-huh. The mark of divinity on my neck. Oh. Nobody, we had not cared to see it. Mm. But then there were three, uh, three marks, mm. three lines on his neck. Mm. We saw that and in later times, we could see it more <laughs> when he started growing, you know, aging at that time we would see it, but mm. it, it became more and more prominent. Mm. And then he said, look at my, my, my body, my mm. figure. Mm. I always maintain the same, same weight. Yes. And Professor Kasturi said, Swami, it's easier for, easy for you, you are God. Swami said, aren't you God? <laughs> and Swami said, you don't need divine power mm. to maintain yourself this way. How mm. practical. Mm. Swami said, it's just that I live a very disciplined life. Yes, pure and, life. Yeah, pure life, disciplined life. If you also can live a pure and disciplined life, you'll be like like me, Swami yes. said. Yes. So that uh, sundarta, sundarta, that it, it beauty. It's the purity that yeah. gives beauty. It is not the and then Swami that day said, the, what is beauty and what is being handsome? So somebody said, Swami, all men are handsome, mm. all women are beautiful. Mm. Then Swami said, no, you are handsome and beautiful both. Mm. Beauty is from within. Mm. Handsomeness is the outward, outside, the outwardly grooming. Mm. So you can try to look handsome cosmetically, you can put on all cosmetics and, mm. you know, yeah. all the, all the touch up mm. on your face and try to look handsome, try to wear the best of clothes. Mm. That is just garnishing, external garnishing. Mm. But the internal inner beauty doesn't need all this. Yes. That beauty exudes from the soul. soul. So if you are all the time soul conscious, mm. then you are all the time beautiful. You will have that tejas. Yeah, the tejas on your face. Yes, that comes from purity. Yeah. Wow. But sundar, sundar yes. me, sai rupa me. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> in fact, you know, when, when you are constantly thinking of the Lord, y- you begin to shine in His... Uh, in his splendor and that's what that's how all the saints were isn't it constantly thinking about him they were glowing in his love I think that's what bhajan sessions also uh, will do to us if if we really raise ourselves to that level to that ananda then we will look we will only be beautiful (laughs) in in his uh, splendor in his uh, glory wow beautiful 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Sadam. So that was brother Sonam Gamso, a former student of Bhagwan's university, sharing his thoughts and insights on this bhajan. We now move on to the last segment of this program. You will listen to the final version of this bhajan, the complete version when sung in Prashant Nilayam by Swami's students. Ananda me sai namame Ananda me sai namame So that brings us to the end of this program. Dear listeners, if you have any queries or comments, as always, you can write to listener at radiosci.org. With heart full of gratitude, we offer this endeavor at His lotus feet.